Tiny yeah. man. Timex. Okay. All right. So, welcome to the Broken Knuckles podcast. <laughs> uh, my name is uh, Jones, uh, and this is my co-host Ethan joining me. Uh, How's everyone going? Yeah, that's Ethan. And so I am uh, just introducing <laughs> us. Just having a really awkward introduction. Uh, I am a firearms instructor who really likes MMA. Uh, I am not an expert in any way. I'm a white belt in jujitsu, and I got into MMA around uh, UFC 249. I'd watched the Connor and Cowboy card and then kind of stopped. And then when it came back during COVID, that's when I really started getting into it. All right, Ethan, take, take the reins. Right on, right on. Um, yep. So I'm, I'm, my name's Ethan. Uh, I'm in the U S military. Uh, I serve as a MP. Um, I am also a white belt in jujitsu. Um, and I've been following MMA for, for quite a while now. Um, ever since I was what, seven years old. Um, um, you know, my dad and I used to watch my, oh, my dad and his dad, uh, would watch UFC and MMA fights. Um, after work and i'd just be there you know i'd always want to hang out with him and so that was that like for me i didn't watch like i would watch cartoons and stuff like that but like what i would love to watch is you know mma fights that was that was my thing um and so yeah you know i i I love i love mma and i've been i've been training for almost i've been on and off that's why i'm a white belt um uh so almost two years now um but like i said that's on and off so not consecutive that's just why i am where i am um but you know it's for the love of the game you know have you been on and off because of work or injury uh both um and also i play baseball as well Um, okay so i've i've been playing a lot of that um i play for mason as well um so hopefully once the season ends i can start getting back into it man so Awesome. Yeah, I've been off and on as, as well because of staff infection because I'm not dirty. The gym I Oops. train at is too dirty and I need to switch. Uh, so <laughs> oh, what, I, gym? what gym is it? Yeah, what? I train I train at the Gracie Baja uh, or Gracie Barra, whatever you want to pronounce it. Ooh, that's. nice. Uh, and yeah. I want to switch to, there's an American Top Team gym near me. So that's probably where I'm gonna, what I'm going to switch to at the end of the month. Uh, nice. Lesson learned, don't do yearly contracts. But they did uh provide like medical <laughs> medical leave because of staff but yeah what gym do right, you train? Right. so i used to do uh matt larson uh jiu-jitsu um and if you guys if you don't know who matt larson is matt larson is a uh degree black belt um and he's now the uh, army uh, he used to be the army combatives training uh trainer for uh the army down in their headquarters in uh fort knox um, and now he is the combat instructor at um, West Point now. Um, so once he left, um, uh, there's another, his name is Will Marino. Uh, he, he took over and now he uh, changed the name to Art Suave, uh, which is based down in Woodbridge. And that's where I am at now as well. So Awesome, awesome. Just to disclose to anyone who might be watching, uh, all the locations we're talking about are in Virginia. So we're both yes, based in the Virginia, Virginia area. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So, uh, what do you just as a real quick question? What do you? What's your biggest takeaways from Army combatives versus just like or jujitsu gyms you've been to? So the biggest takeaway uh, from those two things that you had just mentioned is 
just because you're in the army, do not think you're badass, okay? Because there's a lot of guys who do jiu-jitsu, do MMA outside, you know, of being in the military who are, you know, freaking badass already, you know? Um, and their UFC, have uh, they released a video way, way back. I think it was in 2009, and Dana had sent a, uh, I think, three or four of the top UFC fighters. That's right. Uh, I remember that video. Yeah. It was yeah, like down, Car- down Carlos at- Condit, a bunch of those guys. Yeah. Yeah. So he sent them down to Marine Corps base Quantico, uh, which is here in Virginia as well. And let me tell you, obviously, you know, and uh, everyone else listening that the Marine Corps is one of the hardest branches to, uh, being um especially you know just the fact of you know the fact that you're a marine is already saying something um you know you're you're considered the best of the best but when it comes to ufc fighters and and outside of the military you got to show them respect so so i guess the the takeaway is that stay humble you know you know what i mean yeah i Um, I understand yeah there's definitely there's a lot more uh talent out there so right all right so now that we got the introductions out of the way let's go into the us ufc 274 uh recap just recapping yes, some of the moments some of the fights who you thought was oh impressed my with, gosh who i'm gonna start off by saying about. i'm gonna start off by saying two things okay i'm half and half all right for, uh for 274 half of me loved it the other half of me was kind of disappointed um, okay. for several other, for, for, for you know several fights that had happened. Uh, but yeah, uh, where did you want to start off with? So we can start off just with the early prelims. If you saw any performances like Andre Fialdo knocking out Cameron Van Camp or uh, Luis oh Godinez throwing around Ariana Carnalosi, uh, really mm-hmm. two great performances that stood out. Uh, all the other performances were very good, but I thought those two stand, those two were very dominant, very uh, impressive performances. Right. Uh, anything right. you want to take away from that? Um, well, I'll definitely say I was definitely surprised. Um, not gonna lie, uh, these fighters, especially in the prelims, um, you know, they're, they're not the main event, but you know, did something to at least get get the card, you know. Um, cause like there, there's so many fighters that, that you know, there's so many fighters in the UFC, um, but so, so few are selected to be on the card and be on the card. You already have to show that you're talented enough to be on the main, uh, uh, UFC uh, 274, you know, and so on, you know, um, sure. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, no, I understand. And so, you know, for for the prelims, there were some fights where I was like, yeah, okay. But at the same time, it's like, you know, these fighters deserve to be on there. Um, So uh, what about you? Right. Did you see the Quitson Rodriguez versus Vigara fight? I did. What did you think of that? (laughs) So, yeah, I thought that was a little bit of a robbery, man, because I thought I had uh, Rodriguez winning the first. Uh, I know a lot of people credit Octagon Control, but I thought Rodriguez landed the bigger strikes faster. Right. Uh, it's just taking the outside 
and playing a little bit technical. And I, I don't see how that was uh, people, you know, judges take away points for stuff like that. But I, I think that's just a technical way to fight. Uh, right. And I thought CJ Vergara definitely took it away in the second. Uh, landed some pretty good takedowns and had some good control. And then Rodriguez, I thought, won the third. But according to the judges, uh, Vergara won the third. And that was real surprising. I think it was a split decision. Uh, but yeah, I definitely yeah, it was, had Rodriguez. It was a split decision. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I definitely had Rodriguez winning that third because of the takedowns and he had that back control. And also, some other controversy Vergara grabbed the fence quite a few times. And oh, yeah. Keith oh, Peterson yeah. saw it and didn't take it away. And even the commentary was commenting on it. So, yep. uh, what yep. do you think about what's your take on fence grabs? How many times should someone get a chance to uh, kind of. Or what, is, what do you think? Like one, two chances? Because they already get warned in the back every single fight about it. So how many chances do you so, think? Personally, I think that, and and this this is just my opinion. Um, I think that fence grabs should be allowed, and let me tell you why. Okay, <laughs> like out, like allowed always. Not not allowed always, but if you're up against, say you're up against the fence, right? Uh-huh. Uh, especially, especially, or if you're on the ground, um, it's your natural. It's it's like a natural instinct to to to, you know, especially if your toes are are, are locked up against it, or you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, when you when you hit the fence, it's your natural instinct yeah. to grab on. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. So I think that that should be allowed. Now, if you're intentionally holding the fence, I don't think that should be allowed at all. I don't. Gotcha. Don't. So um, you're you're against if someone is using it clearly to hoist themselves up to another yeah, position. Yeah, yeah. If, if rather if, than if you're say 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 uh, I'm on the ground and I'm in your guard, right? Right. If I intentionally. Uh, use my hands to grab the fence and pull myself up, I think that should be illegal. Right. I guess the but, danger with that comes with if you're already having, I think refs stop having fingers just naturally closing around the fence because usually the tendency is if you're, if your opponent, like let's say you got Khabib, you're going up against McGregor and McGregor's on the fence, like he's holding it and then Khabib wants to yank him away from the fence to try and not allow him to try and uh, use the fence to get back up, then if your hands are already curled around the fence like that, you could probably just tighten real fast and yeah. prevent but, him and, from pulling you back. So, so it's already illegal right now. Right. But, but fighters still do it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> there's always going to be that one fighter that's going to do something. And right. I think that you're, you're, you're a UFC fighter, you're... you're 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 the best of the best. You're you're fighting for the best MMA organization in the world. You should know the rules. If you do that, I think that point should be taken off for that. Yeah. Um. Would you agree? Yeah. How many How many times though? Would you say like one one time you get a warning, two times you get a point deducted, or is it one time right off the gate you're getting a point deducted? I think one time right off the gate. Wow. All right. Interesting. That's that's just my opinion. No, I, I like it. <laughs> I like it because you're already warned in the back too, and you're you're a professional fighter and you know the rules. So I yeah, like yeah. it's fair. So yeah, so yeah, absolutely. So what do you think of the uh, Andre v Cameron fight uh, with the so, TPL? 
Yeah, really impressive. Uh, this was Van Kemp's debut. Uh, Andrew yeah. Fialo's third fight. He had that short notice debut against uh, Michelle Pereira, then knocked down Miguel oh, yeah. Baeza, which was crazy, and then had this short notice fight coming up. Uh, Cameron Van Kemp had a really weird style coming in kind of almost karate style with his hands down, almost kind of yeah. Bobby Green-esque with that kind okay. of hands down boxing style he had. But, it was weird. Yeah, but Fialo definitely, definitely capitalized weird. time that uh, the commentary pointed out that combo Fialo threw that knocked him out was thrown just a second before he threw it a second time. So yep. just caught him clean. Uh, Van Cam went down. Uh, Fialo had probably an unnecessary follow-up, but that's just because the ref didn't get there in time. But uh, <laughs> yeah, really impressive knockout. Uh, and he's wants to be active, apparently. He said he wants to fight UFC 275 or UFC 276. Would love to yeah. see it. Uh, and you know what? We need we need fighters like that who are yeah, I love that who are just starting off, uh, but they want to you know because the average UFC fighter stays for two years. Uh, fun fact, right? Um, that's the that's the average UFC fighter. Um, but if you look at all these guys who are you know the best of that, Khabib, uh, McGregor, Cowboy, um, all those guys have been fighting with the UFC for more than two years, you know, mm. and. It's the drive and the dedication that they have. So I think that it's fantastic that these uh, prelim fighters want to continue to fight, not just you know UFC Fight Night or other fights, but the fact that they want to pursue and keep fighting for these main event uh, fights. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I completely agree. <clears throat> And I got an idea of who I want to see Fialo coming up against uh, for next time he fights, but we'll get to that when we get into matchmaking. Okay. Uh, but for right um, now, let's. Anything? Any other before, comments? Before we... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What did you think of the uh, unanimous decision uh, between Lupita and Ariane? Why? Did you think Ariane won? No, I did not. I'm just saying. Oh. That was. What did oh, you think? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I thought Godina's. Put on a, that was really impressive. I we both predicted Carlosi would uh, get the win, but Godinez mm-hmm. came out. I did say before that fight though that Godinez had only lost on short notice, so she definitely yeah. put on the show. Oh, yeah. uh, the commentators uh, DC and Joe Rogan were saying she looked like a like an American football player out there. I couldn't agree more. She looked <laughs> like she was just like tackling and slamming like super super strong one fifteen pounder, and oh yeah, uh, that oh, yeah. would be. I honestly can't wait to see who she yeah, comes up against. Yeah. And I think she should get a top 15. I think she's earned it, yeah. especially with all those short notice fights she's taken up. Absolutely. Um, and before, before we, we move on, I just want to uh, say way to go on our, on our picks. Um, yeah. 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 I, 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 I think, I think well. we had more, more picks right than we did. Uh, having yeah. wrong, you know? <laughs> yeah. We had more picks right than wrong for sure. And we'll so, get that this time too, for Blahovich and Rakic. Very confident. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. All right, so for the prelims, uh, some more controversy with Ivanov and Dilema. You know what's really funny about this fight is that um, we all know, or D- apparently DC trains with Ivanov. And if you know mm-hmm. DC, he's very, very loyal to his teammates. Um, mm-hmm. But John Anik was saying when the decision was announced, DC was wide-eyed, like he was questioning our decision. <laughs> and that's all I need to know to say. That I think the judges were not paying attention to that fight. I had Lima winning the first and third. 
uh, the judges had to win uh, Ivana winning the second and third. I just don't see. It was it was unanimous can, decision, right? Yeah, unanimous decision. Yeah. I just don't see how you can give that third round to Ivana, especially with the Lima I, having I that either having that last takedown. Yeah, that's crazy. But uh, I, I mean, mean the, the both all three, all three uh, rounds, it was all the same score. Yeah, which is crazy. I don't. I don't. Yeah, see, I, I don't understand that. I, I, I thought Ivanov definitely had the second round. I thought he had the bigger, bigger shots that round. But I thought yeah. the Lima, even though he didn't do a lot, he still had that octagon control and that and that. Uh, well, not the octagon control, but he had that fence time with Ivanov pressed up against the fence, and then he got that last takedown. I really thought that solidified that third round, but mm-hmm. really not to the judges. Uh, yeah, the, the, uh, but, oh, and, yeah. And, bef- and you know the judges also. That's a whole nother topic for yeah yeah. Yeah. Based, uh, you know kirk one of the best uh judges but you know or sorry not he's a he's a rough but um you know the judges are just compl- they were they were trash this one yeah I'm, I'm glad uh that yeah i mean it, it to be honest, it would be hard to be a judge for the Rose and Esparza fight, but we'll talk about that coming up. Uh, what do you think about Brandon Royval versus Schnell? Ooh, that was a crazy choke. The yeah. guillotine choke, two minutes and 14 seconds into round one. Yeah. I, I couldn't. Shit. Schnell knocking down Royval was unexpected, to be honest. I didn't think Schnell uh, was going to be able to do that with a tough guy like <laughs> Royval. But. Man, did you Roy Val? So. Yeah, when Roy Val gets hurt, he gets woken up because we saw the same thing against Kai Kara when he got hit with that oh, yeah. right hand, and then yeah. all of a sudden he's just spinning, throwing spinning elbows and locking up guillotines out of nowhere. So he did the same thing with Schnell. What uh, crazy? All that yeah, in round one, fight. two yeah. minutes and, and 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 fourteen seconds into round one. That is, uh, yeah, that wow. Um, I don't know how flyweight isn't blowing up with popularity with guys like you got Roy Val, you got Pantoja, you got Kai Kara, Moreno, and Ben mm-hmm. Figueredo. They're all in the top five, which is wild. And every one of those fights, if you mix and match them, they all are just crazy fast paced fights. Yeah. So I can't wait to see who Roy Val fights next. I'm going to guess it's probably going to be Askar Askarov. I think that would mm-hmm. be a really fire fight, especially considering how Roy Val good. How good Roy Val is on the ground and Askar Askarov is grappler. So we might see a yeah. pure stand up fight and that would be very entertaining to see. Uh, what yeah. do you think about the Trinaldo versus Roberts uh, fight? Um, man. So you have a unanimous decision. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, that's a tough one. Um, I think Trinaldo had definitely had the upper hand um roberts don't get me wrong roberts performed well mm-hmm. right um and you had the the scoring uh, for the three rounds not the same and and i'll say this i don't think the scoring for fights should be the same for each round and the mm-hmm. fact that you had uh ivanov and delima you know, with the same score for each single round, I think that's that's crazy. You know, yeah. But but for the Trinado and Roberts fight, what a hell of a fight, man! A crazy what a fight. Hell of a fight. Yeah. What, one thing I took away was just how dang tough Danny Roberts is, because Trinado was yeah. having him with everything but the kitchen sink, and Danny Roberts and, would not go down. And that's what what I'm I'm saying. You know, Trinado definitely had the upper hand, but 
Roberts put a fucking fight. Yeah, you know? I mean, yeah, I it thought, was. Congrats, yeah. like uh, I know Roberts definitely celebrated at the fight. You know, definitely had a party after that. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought Roberts, man. I like after I after he had that uh, first initial when he was hit. And he got really hurt and wobbly. I thought we were going to see a knockout after that for sure. But he was just able oh, yeah. to clinch up, survive, and take Trinaldo to the 15 minutes, which is rare to do yep. uh, once you're hurt by a guy like Trinaldo, who's just a built like a tank. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah, I thought, I actually kind of thought um, with the spider fix, despite our picks, that Roberts would hopefully use that four inch reach advantage and take the outside and just <laughs> utilize that jab. But man, yeah. Ronaldo is just too too heavy and too quick. I mean, for a for a very for a quite frankly quite frankly short welterweight, he just is so fast and packs a huge he punch. Is. And also forty three, I believe forty three years old, which is crazy. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't wait what to did see you think? him fight yeah. next too. Man, that's gonna be wild. Oh yeah, oh yeah. What did you think of the uh, Macy? Uh, the normal but i thought it was all right decision. i thought the decision was good um i will i don't i don't see how you pick dumont to win that um at all <laughs> i thought kiesen clearly won the first and second uh with yeah. the grappling and dumont definitely woke up in the third for sure mm-hmm. and started mm-hmm. putting hurt on macy and i thought you could definitely give the third to dumont um yeah. but yeah. giving two rounds to dumont i just don't see how you come to that conclusion right right well, yeah. All yeah, right. I so agree. we got to keep on track. Let's move on to the main card. Unfortunately, we didn't have Cerrone or Lausanne, which would have been a freaking yeah. banger of a fight. But we did have Randy Brown and Chaos Williams. What was your thoughts on that? Split, split decision. Um, first of all, Chaos Williams is a freaking gorilla in that cage. Would you yeah. not agree? I 100%. He is a Always brings the gorilla. Pain. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Randy Brown. Hell of a man to face Chaos Williams. Also Hell crazy tall. 6'3", 170 or oh, I'm 6'3", yeah. and I weigh 195. I can't imagine cutting 25 pounds. Yeah. That would yeah. absolutely suck. But it... <laughs> what, do you, what, what do you think about the, what the, the rounds? Like, how, what did each guy do well? What, what could each guy do in the future? So Chaos Williams, he did... His striking could have been could have been a little bit better, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, his 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 kicks though were, oh, oh my god, I would I wouldn't want to be in there with him, you know. Yeah. Um, Brown, I definitely think had better striking in hand, um, and then you know with the scoring, I, I think you had two rounds where they scored this the same exact thing, uh, twenty nine and twenty eight. Um, mm-hmm. With the second round being the only one that was different with 28 to 29. Um, mm-hmm. What about you? I thought I, I had Randy Brown winning the second and third. I thought Chaos, uh, the, his pressure and the punches he put on definitely won him the first. But mm-hmm. that cornering from Randy Brown's cornering really woke him up. And he started using those like style vendor just feints and like dodges. Yeah. Uh, just slipping all of Chaos's punches and using this kind of flick out jab with his reach mm-hmm. and he started doing work. He did get knocked down. I think it was the third or second, um, yeah. but he came back and just started doing work again. So I thought that was a good decision for Randy Brown. Yeah. Um, and 
to be honest, it was a very advantageous fight for him because KS Williams, not 6'3", and Randy <laughs> Brown will always have that reach advantage. But yeah, uh, right. I thought it was a good fight. And I it think was a both, great, it was hell of a yeah, fight, man. I think both of them should, should get uh, big fights coming up. And we'll talk oh, about Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. What, any thoughts on OSP versus Rua? I thought it was pretty underwhelming. Those, those body kicks pretty much won the oh, fight. God. But yeah, what do you think? Well, I'll just say this. Uh, Shogun's one of my favorite fighters, you know? Yeah. Um, and seeing him go up against the uh, OSP, that was, it was an interesting fight. I'll say that. Um, you know, his striking for Shogun, striking, uh, Shogun striking was, was, wow. You know, wouldn't you agree? Um, yeah. O- OSP, man. <laughs> that guy is, is, you know, you know. Congrats to the man. You know, he he, he knows how to fight. The, the the guy knows how to fight, both standing up and on the ground. And his jujitsu was, you know, it was it was interesting to watch because, you know, his his past several fights before, um, he kind of brought a little spin into it. You know, and by spin, you know, like you know, it's, it's just different. You know. Yeah, he has um, an interesting style. I agree. I was yeah, surprised, so. to be honest, that he didn't, with how much Paul Cray, or, um, yeah, Paul Cray had success with Rua handling him on the ground. I thought St. Prue would shoot for some takedowns, but yeah. they just decided to go pure stand up the whole way, which was kind of a surprising mm-hmm. and that's, that's, choice. And that's what, what surprised me, too, because OSP is a, that guy knows how to, he knows how to do jiu-jitsu, right? Yeah. And so the fact that they were both standing up you know, for most of the fight, it was just, you know, it was it was considering that he's a good uh, uh, somebody who's who's great on the ground, you know, and he's patient. Uh, for him to you know take the fight standing up is just it was it was pretty cool. So yeah, hundred percent. It's so definitely right. different. Yeah. Um, so. All right. We gotta we gotta talk about this next one. We gotta talk about that Hanley kick. V. Ferguson. That was crazy. Oh my god! Never I thought, never thought Ferguson think, would do that. Would get caught like that. I think it was the best fight of the night. I know they didn't get a uh, uh, fight of the night, but yeah, I for me that was my fight of the night. Yeah, I I kind that of agree. That was my fight of the night. I kind of agree <laughs> because. Yeah, well, Roy Val versus Chanel was very, very entertaining. Uh, Ferguson putting on a show in the first round with that knockdown. I yeah. mean, he looked good. He looked really, really good. And it looked like Ryan Ferguson. That, ha- that, ha- that has never, ever happened to Ferguson at all. Yeah, I'm, but I'm saying, that like, is... you know, Ferguson has been dominated basically his past three fights with Gagey, yeah. Uh, yeah. Chandler, or not Chandler, uh, Dariush and... Charles Dubronx, but mm-hmm. you looked really good in the stand-up. He caught Chanor with that uh, left left hook. Yeah, looked really good with the jab. Looked really good off even off his back when Chandler took mm-hmm. him down, and then Chandler just walks him down and throws that crazy haymaker of a front kick. And man, <laughs> I never thought Ferguson would go lights out like that. You know, it was it's, yeah, it's so crazy. And I think what was it, seventeen seconds into round two, right? Yeah, yeah. I, you know what's so oh, funny, Chandler? Was... Like, I, you know, guys like Ferguson and Dan Hooker, I thought 
had like the best chins in the game. I thought would never get, you know, even even remotely put on their back. But Chandler, you would never think Ferguson would would have yeah, gone no. through that. But look what happened. It was yeah, Chandler oh. in his first four fights has proven me wrong twice by sitting down Dan Hooker, who's one of the toughest guys in the sport, and then oh, yeah. putting Ferguson's lights out, which is just. I mean, mm-hmm. it's the, one of the most wildest. Considering if you consider yeah. how who Ferguson is and what he's done in the sport, yeah, how tough he is through his fights, doing that to him is just inconceivable. Even a couple of years ago, but oh yeah, oh yeah, so and I, I, I don't know how you feel about this, but I think it was that fight right there that, that, I think, in my opinion, I think Chandler deserves a title fight. Really I, interesting. I think I think Chandler deserves a title fight. Look at the guy, man. Look at it the is guy. A possibility. He, he managed to do something no one has ever done. It is a possibility because Darius is still seventeen seconds injured, injured with that uh, with that leg injury, and he's yeah. Dana yeah. seems pretty adamant that Islam is going to be uh, waiting for Darius. Although he yeah. did say Darius. Or not, sorry, not Darius, but Makachev versus Dubronx would might be a possibility. But mm-hmm. even Dubronx said that he wants to see Makachev uh, face off Darius before he can get a title shot and win that fight. But <laughs> I, I thought the prospect of Chandler. I love Chandler's call out, man. I love Chandler's call out of McGregor at one. McGregor. I want to see hey, that hey, fight. I want to see that. I want to that see fight that. is a banger, man. And I know a lot of people. You know, a lot of people just don't like mcgregor's talk and I'll, that's fine i'll be i'll be honest when i it took me a while to 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 agree with this you know yeah. I, I i think mcgregor needs to work his way back up but i do want to see a Chandler v mcgregor fight i think yeah. that'll be really badass if anyone think, thinks yeah if anyone thinks Chandler or mcgregor's an easy fight for Chandler, that is a no. tough fight for both no. guys yeah no. Oh yeah, absolutely, yeah. and it's gonna bring in pay per views. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I, you can in, make it absolutely. You can make it a pay per view. It will bring in pay per views. Yeah, it will bring yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but um, I want to end this fight with saying Ferguson did a hell of a job. Uh, yeah. Chandler, outstanding. What yeah. that guy will remember that kick, that knockout for the rest of his life. Yeah, he is 100%. going to remember that. And he and he knows that no one's ever done that. What no one's ever done what he he did that night. Yeah. Uh, Seventeen seconds into the round two. You got it. What an amazing job! I want to see. Let's let's do Chandler McGregor one seventy pay per view former Bellator champ versus former UFC double champ. I'd love to see it. Oh uh, man, you got to market it. Oh my god, it would bring if, in so if, many pay per views. If that happens, if that happens. I will. I will definitely be considering going buying tickets. Going to the going yeah, there. yeah. I that is one hell Such of a, a bang, man. Yeah. So, All right, we got to we got to talk about the lackluster. Unfortunately, I was I got to go on a rant about this fight, man. About the Nami Yunus versus Asparza fight. I don't know. That was what, a boring ass fight. What? Man. What quarter? <laughs> What corner comes in to the, and talks to their fighter and is like, "You hear those boos? That means you're doing something right." Like, who the, says that, that Pat Barry? 
that is insane. Yeah, and okay. Trevor, and oh I, man. I, I yeah. said, I said, I think I, I put it in the chat, but I'll, I'll say it again just to, to, so everyone can can hear. You saying booze will make will make it will, you know everything is all good. You know that's like yeah. saying that's like a father telling his son that he's getting bullied. If he's getting bullied, that that just makes him a special kid. Yeah. Oh my God, man! That fuck? was so. What's that? What the such hell? Sabotage on the corners part, and Trevor Whitman. I felt so bad for just a genius you're, in the boxing you're, you're, department is is saying that is. she needs to go out and be aggressive while Pat Barry's actively contradicting him. It's just a mess. You're, the the, the yeah. fans are booing you. That means you're doing great. How does yeah. that? The <laughs> math doesn't add up. Uh, yeah. I I'm pretty sure I I. I'm pretty sure a second grader is a kindergartner for that matter. Pre-kindergarten is yeah, a kindergarten. Pre-kindergartner is smarter than that. Come on, man. Yeah. We got <laughs> they, know, yeah. they know if someone is booing you, that's not a good thing. <laughs> yeah. That is not a good thing. So I don't know who raised you or anything yeah. for, for you to, to tell someone that if yeah. someone's booing you, that's a good thing. I don't yeah. that's, that's ridiculous. Oh you know what's God. really unfortunate <laughs> is that now Asparza is two and zero over Rose from that yeah. rear naked choke and, several years ago to now. So yeah, now uh, Rose is going to have to wait till Wei Li or Joanna or Marina Rodriguez beats Asparza to get another and, shot in the title. Yeah, no, and 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 here's the thing: I, I'm a fan of Rose Namajunas. Mm-hmm. You know, Doug Rose. Love her, but she really disappointed me this fight. She, <laughs> she, 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 she's, she's so good, and I, I, I can't stress that more. She's so good on the ground, yeah. and she, she needed, she needed to be on the ground. Uh, Sparza kept, kept trying to go down, but you know, Rose, Rose, Rose I'll give her that. Rose, Rose did block him very well, I think. Hundred um, percent, and the fact, but that was all she was doing. Yeah, that she was thought, all she was doing. She needed to. Doing? Yeah, their game plan was that take down the fence means points, and that's not unfortunately that's not what judges do. I mean, take down the fences are good, it keeps you in the yeah. fight, but they're yeah. not graded for you, which is an aspect yeah. we can talk about. But I, yeah, I just don't get just, it how. Yeah, it this is one bad. of the disappointing fights that i've that i've seen and again i love doug rose but for this fight she she literally she did that one by herself and you know not by herself because she had she had her corner yelling two freaking different things yeah at the same time but she could have done she could have done more. if 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 i were if that were me right say say i'm in that position okay yeah if i had two people yelling at me while i'm in the cage yelling at me uh, two different things i would have completely ignored them and done my own thing okay <laughs> yeah i would have done yeah. that and she could have done that and again it's it's not her fault you know she had her corner uh yelling two different things but at the same time it's like well you have to you know be a fighter you know and counter what she's doing right you know so she could have done something she could have done a lot more take him to the ground counter her kicks um you know but she didn't all she all she was doing was you know blocking blocking the takedowns and that's it and i think that that's what handed 
Esparza the title for that. Yeah, fight. I hundred percent agree. Um, All right, so we gotta go to Charles Oliveira versus Gagey. Crazy. Oh my god! Very well, much first... actually like the Schnell versus uh, Roy Val fight. Almost like how oh, yeah. that went. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Go I ahead. just want to say it. that I know Charles is not the champ because of what happened. I think he weighed in at one fifty six and one instead of one fifty five. Is that right? One fifty five. One half pound. One fifty five. Okay. Yeah, so just okay. a half pound. Um, and that that took his title away. But in my eyes, he, he's still the champ, man. I completely um, agree. I couldn't agree more. And, and Justin, man, I, you're a good fighter. You're, you're, you're a great wrestler. But I, he needs to stop his Mac talk because... <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. <laughs> you just embarrassed yourself, man. Because yeah. I, it was it was the interview before he had that fight where he was like, "I'm going to destroy Charles, and he's going to regret it and stuff." Yeah. And three minutes and twenty two seconds into round one, dude, you're 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 rear naked choked. By yeah, let me let me tell you, Charles does former not champion, need, man. Yeah, Charles does not need <laughs> any extra gas to get him going. Like, yeah. Dustin, and guess what? The man was happy. Yeah. He, he, Go ahead and take go ahead and take his title away because guess what he's still the number one contender, yeah. which means the next fight he's gonna take it back. Yeah. I, I don't I, 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 now I can't say he's going to take it back, but when I say he's going to take it back, he's definitely gonna bring one hell of a fight. So yeah. whoever whoever Charles is paired up with next, it's gonna be you're you're gonna have to work for it. Yeah, uh, so, you got you got this man is a fighter and one of the best fighters. I've ever seen, and he is still the champ. So, hundred percent agree. You got it. You got it. You can't give Charles extra gas. You got Chandler, super respectful to Oliveira. Then <laughs> Oliveira knocks him out in the second round. You got oh, yeah. Dustin, who is super respectful. Dustin Chandler, or Charles ch- chokes him out in the third. So, if you mm-hmm. start trash talking, you're gonna be sitting on your Do butt not. after yeah. Oliveira punches you with the right hand and then chokes yeah. you out. I mean, just wild. Yeah, what a crazy yeah. fight. And that's what happened. That's exactly what happened to... I'm not sure if you've seen it, but it was, uh, if you remember the McGregor v... Uh, uh, what's his name? Jose Aldo fight? Yeah. Jose Aldo wasn't smack-talking at first. They, 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 they both, you know, were, respect, were respectful towards one another. Yeah. And, and then well, that's in the kind of the started, opposite scenario, because Connor. Connor has always been disrespectful, and but that see, gets that's, into that's, his head. That's Connor's character. That is Connor's character. Yeah, but that gets into his opponent's <laughs> head. Or, well, yeah, you might be right. But Gagey, this time the trash talk worked against him because Oliveira came into there with that, that extra motivation, with that extra heat, with that extra power. No one, I've never seen Gagey sat down like that. I've yeah. only seen Gagey hurt. The last time I saw Gagey dropped like that was Eddie Alvarez um, with that mm-hmm. knee up the middle. And that that happened like five years ago. So you got Charles Oliveira with coming in with that power, man. From I've never seen that before with that right hand. It's crazy. You know, I I kind of miss Eddie, man. Eddie Alvarez, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, Eddie Alvarez versus uh, Charles. Well, that would probably be a one-sided fight. But yeah, Eddie Alvarez just in the mix would be fun to see. I think. Yeah. All right. So we got to do right. some matchmaking for the main card. So, Oof. well, I'm uh, definitely gonna go. Okay, easy, go easy one. Chandler v. McGregor, easy. McGregor, I agree. Here's what I want for Tony Ferguson. All right, so Tony Ferguson oh. sounds like he does not want to retire, right? And that's fine. No, I'm no, fine especially Tony. after this fight, yeah. he, he cannot I'm, end. He cannot I'm end fine. his career after a KO. 
Yeah, I'm fine with Tony, Tony Ferguson not retiring. But here's the thing. Dan Hooker just said he wants to be back at 155. And I Are think Tony Ferguson versus Dan Hooker as a co-main, even to a pay-per-view, would be one of the most violent, lethal fights. Oh, my God, that would be an insane fight. So I want to see I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Dan Hooker, Tony Dan Ferguson, Ferguson. Oh co-main to a pay-per-view. Let's do it. Out of these, that that's that fight is the definition of violence. That's El Kakuri okay. versus the Hangman. So, 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 so not e- not even not even a title fight. Just just both of them. Just both of them. Even if it's a main event, or probably, I mean, they're in the number ten and the number thirteen now. So, but so just make it a co-main. Just make it fifteen minutes. You got the Hangman versus El Kakuri, one of the most sold. Oh, mm. the, my God, people would buy the pay per view just for that, just for that violent war that's about to go down. But yeah. I would love to see that fight. All right, I so would, I would as well for uh, Kalen Williams or Chaos Williams and Randy Brown. Uh, I'd love to see Randy Brown versus uh, the winner of Tom Holland and Tim Means. What do you think about that? Oh, I would go with Tom Holland. With Tom, uh, uh, or sorry, Kevin Holland, not Tom Holland. Tom Holland, Kevin the actor. Holland. Yeah. I was okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kevin um, Holland. Uh, yeah. I'd love to see the winner. So Kevin Holland's wanna... already matched up to uh, meet Tim Means, uh, yeah. I think, for UFC 276, but I'd love to see him. Uh, I would I, love to see Browning get for the winner of that fight. I think that would, that, that would be a great fight, man. Um, and both are great at you know fighting standing up. Um, I think that would be one hell of a match. Yeah. Um, and I think that match could, could last all rounds. All, all three um, rounds, yeah, that would yeah, be a very good. Yeah, I, I think so. And and a lot of people think, you know, you know, obviously, if if you if you can win a fight in a, in the first round, fantastic. If you can win a fight in the second round, fan, uh, fantastic. Um, but from from what I've seen, like a fight that lasts all three or five rounds, that is one hell of a fight, you know. Mm-hmm. The the fact that you can last that long, hundred so, percent. I think that last that that fight could could last all three rounds, man. Yeah. So uh, with those two types of fighters and 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 the the way they fight and what they bring to the table, mm-hmm. I think that that can be a great fight, man. Yeah. What do you think? Here's another idea I had. I had I have Chaos Williams versus Francisco Trinaldo for the most. Violent rock'em sock'em robot fight. That would okay. be just a you know, war. I, I think I'd be more happy to see that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just want to see uh, rock'em sock'em robots sometime. And Ronaldo versus Chaos would be crazy. I want to see, see Chaos Williams knock him out by kick. Nah, by kick. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh man. That. Yeah, either that yeah. or freaking sucker punching, man. <laughs> I was oh, actually. My. Yeah. At first, I was thinking like when I, when we were about to do this podcast, I was thinking, "Damn, Fialo versus Chaos, like UFC, you know, two seventy six or something like that would be a banger." But now, now that I'm thinking about it, I think Ronaldo versus Chaos would be a way just insane rock'em sock'em, just crazy fight. Right. Yeah, I mean, what a, that would be insane. Right. But anyone you wow. think would match up well with Rua or OSP? I had some ideas. I want to hear yours. Oof. Yeah. That's so hard. There's so many good ones. Oh, man. 
Who did you have him on? So I thought OSP versus uh, Injechiku or um, uh oh, I'm losing his name. Oh, I didn't. Even... Or uh, Khalil Roundtree. OSP versus Khalil Roundtree would be a banger of a fight. Um, and then Rua, I don't know, man, because light heavyweight, you know, you got a lot of killers that are not even yeah. in the top 15 yet. And yeah. Rua, yeah. I feel like, would have a hard time with a lot of them. So I don't know who Rua I, fights, I, um, but did you have any ideas? You know, my mind is kind of going back to OSP and Roundtree. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. But even Roundtree and Rua, that oh. I would actually be down to watch it. Yeah, I just think my my I problem can, is I can I, see that man. I feel like Honestly. with the Rua, with the fights we saw, with the kicks we saw from OSP damaging Rua. I mean, Khalil Roundtree's body kicks are nasty. If you've seen him, yeah, he, he kicks yeah like a friggin' mule. Even when you're on the ground, just ruthless. Oh, yeah. So, oh yeah, I'd I'd be I'd be concerned for Rua's health if he was matched up with uh, Khalil Roundtree. Uh, that, it'll be one hell of a knockout, man. For it would be one hell of a knockout. It would be one hell of a knockout. No offense to Rua, but and I, gu- and I guarantee you, people will pay to see that fight, man. Yeah. <laughs> maybe you get uh, I don't know I don't know who Rua faces maybe um, yeah because there's not there's not a lot of old dogs in light heavyweight anymore man you got yeah. a lot yeah. of young blood and um, most of the most most of the talent are, are with the smaller weight division so yeah yeah which yeah. is not not a bad thing but I think we need more light heavyweights right so I, yeah I don't know who you get Rua we'll see I mean if Rua I think Rua said the uh, as I think Dana White was saying, Rua had like one or two more fights. We'll see how it, we'll yeah. see how it gets matched up with, though. Uh, who you got for Sparza and who you got for Rose? I got some ideas. Uh, well, first off, I think that they need a rematch. <laughs> really? Okay. I think they need a rematch. <laughs> that was. <laughs> That was that fight was born. I'm disappointed. Thing, though, I, I, I think no one wants. I think if that fight gets put on another pay per view, I think that pay per view is hurting, man. I'm just being honest. I think if you, I, put, just, I just want, I just want Rose to, to get her title back. It's, yeah, no, I agree. Handed that to her. I agree. I, I think, man. Uh, yeah, I think well, Nami, was, um, uh, for me, I, I thought, uh, I think Marina Rodriguez has earned her title shot. Um, really? Yeah, she really? beat beat Yan's, Um, I forgot her last name, but she beat Yan her last fight. I think she definitely earned that title shot. I think Rose uh, trilogy with Andrade would be really interesting to see since you got already got you on. No, Rodriguez and Esparza, dude. Rodriguez and Esparza? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Marina Rodriguez. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ooh. and then so I thought I think Rose should uh have that trilogy with Andrade. That would be pretty interesting. Really? Yeah, really? settle that settle okay. that real quick. Because Andrade just made her comeback against Lemos. Had that nice mm-hmm. standing arm triangle. And she's back in number five oh, in yeah. weight, I think. So I think settling that trilogy would give the fans something to look forward to in a, maybe a trilogy fight with um, Wei Li, Joanna Esparza, Rodriguez, whoever has the title right. Uh, right. next. Man. It's just so crazy because uh. Rose has already beat... Besides Esparza, she's already beat the other two top girls twice. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you gotta—I guess she's gotta wait for either Dana to approve a Esparza trilogy or Rodriguez to take the belt from Esparza. But we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. Right. You know, ah oh, man. Um, 
Oof. You know what? This this is this is crazy. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I would love to see Rose versus Zayn again. Really? For the trilogy fight? Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I would love I don't know about you, man, but I would Ah, oh, man. Or or Rose and on on Andrade. Andrade, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Andrade. I love um yeah the way Trilogy Wei Lee fight would be interesting. I'd I'd still want to see Joanna versus Wei Lee too, way more than that fight though. So we gotta wait for Dude. that to play out. But we'll we'll see. Joanna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man. She's coming back, UFC two seventy five. So that's gonna be wild. And you got um who you got for Gagey? This is gonna be interesting. I don't, I have no oh, idea. Man. I have no idea who Gagey fights next. Oh, if, he's, man. if he's still going for that title. I have a thought. I don't think either guy, I don't think either Gagey or the other guy who I'm thinking of would be happy about it, but I have a thought. I no. I don't I don't know how you feel, but I I think Edson Barboza. Oh what? And well, Edson, Edson's at one forty five though. But he can always, you know. Back what I'm up. Saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He can always well, back up. Yeah, I mean, I guess it doesn't make it will be entertaining, but it doesn't make a lot of sense other than Gagey, you know, trying to. I mean, I mean, with Edson Barboza, you never know who's going to show up. So, are you, you, you know, I mean, yeah, he also fought Chandler one time too. Uh, no, no, Chandler doesn't deserve that. Yeah, I just Chandler, well, yeah. Chandler doesn't deserve that. You could, you could make a Chandler Gagey uh, rematch main event. I, 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 I thought I thought Khabib versus Justin was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think like a fighter like Khabib and what he brings, man, and he's done so much. You know, match with Justin. I, yeah, yeah. Charles taking out all these contenders really wants me to see Khabib act and face Charles, yeah. but really sad. Yeah. But uh, I thought my thought was Gagey versus Poirier rematch. Um, that's the only Ooh, for both guys. Lyman. I guess again, both guys have lost, and you know what's crazy in similar in similar fashion, they've both mm-hmm. been, and both their title shots they got choked out by Khabib mm-hmm. and by Charles. Um, but I think if they're th- willing, and I think if they're motivated to go for that third run, I think they should rematch each other. What do you think of Vic and Justin? James Vic? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, Vic's out of the UFC, so that makes no sense. What if he came back, though? I know he left, but... You you know who Vic last lost to? And the guy who came in the UFC because of beating James Vic? Is it who? Andre Fialo. Really? Yeah, Andre Fialo, TKO, James Vick, oh. and that's how I got to the UFC. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What about what about Cowboy versus Justin? No. <laughs> no. No. Because no, Cowboy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cowboy's on too much of a skid, man. And also, what? yeah, you gotta, you gotta for Cerrone, you gotta reschedule that Lozon fight. And I think you should do no, it for no, no, UFC, UFC two seventy six. I think that's you gotta true. do it in Las Vegas. Give Cerrone every opportunity to recover from that weight cut uh, and be on Las Vegas for the weight cut for mm-hmm. lightweight and then just run that fight or have that fight happen because that's two legends right. going at it. 
and they're both, um, you know, at almost at the door of their career. So, right, I think right. Yeah, we're that. All right. Okay, so, okay. so for our next segment, let's. We are way behind the schedule, but that's okay. Uh, yeah, we this, gotta, is, this is the first, the first, first podcast episode one. Yes, so. first. Yeah, it's fine if we're behind the schedule, but we'll get it down by the probably the fifth episode. So right, stay right. tuned. All right, so let's do picks for Blahovic versus Rakic. And uh, we got to start with Nick Maximov and Andrei Prostrowski. Uh, so we can just honestly go through the prelims if you want kind of speed run it and then try and break down the main card. Yeah, uh, so this is slower. UFC 275, right? No, this is uh, on Blaho- Blahovich oh, okay, versus okay. Rakic fight night. Uh, I'll send you. Right, right. Okay, yeah. And okay, yeah. yeah, we got the early, we got the prelims starting off at seven thirty with Maximov versus Ooh. Petrovsky. All right, so for this one, uh, Maximov huge favorite, Petrovsky pretty big underdog. Um, both guys are undefeated, I believe, in the UFC. Although Andrew mm-hmm. Petrovsky did lose his ultimate fighter fight, he had that uh, redemption match with his alum who he beats, and then he beat uh, the... Oh, man, I forgot their names. But I know he's undefeated. Both these guys are undefeated in the UFC. Uh, Nick Maximov, mm-hmm. very, very good wrestler. Petrovsky, also a very good wrestler, but I would say less so than Maximov, and Petrovsky has pretty good jiu-jitsu as well. Right. Uh, so I mean, he, uh, you know, both guys are, you know, those guys are beasts, man. Um, I think, uh, what is it? Oh, so, okay, so both guys are around the same weight, same height, so. Yeah. It should be a pretty fair fight, so. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go, ah. Because hmm. Maximov does have good jiu-jitsu. He does. He does have submissions. I'm going to say Maximov. Third round. Submission by armbar. All right. That's what I'm going to say. Armbar. So I'll say... I'll just do... um, Who I think is going to win. I can't... I don't want to predict... Be predicted rounds because that didn't work out too well for us last time. But uh, I'll say, I'll okay, say so Max. Uh, sorry, go ahead. So, so we'll not pick the round. We'll, uh, yeah, we'll not. We'll we'll lead the rounds out then. Okay, and so, just predict what will happen. Yeah, I think so. I th- I'm going to go Maximov decision. I think Maximov. Okay. You no, know, you know, I think it'll be a fair fight too. So yeah. I think Maximov has that very grindy kind of Colby Covington style wrestling. Um, and he does have some mission skills, but I think Petrovsky is going to have enough jujitsu skills to where he's able to defend the chokes, but not defend uh, the takedowns. So I think yeah. it's going to be very similar to Maximov's last fight against Soriano, um, right. where Maximov is just kind of, just kind of grinding it out for the pretty much the, whole fight um, right, is the right. way I see it playing out but let's go on to uh, Tyra. Tyra versus Candelario uh, Tyra huge prospect from Japan who you got for that one? Oh yeah oh yeah 
And you, you, you gotta, you can't underestimate these prospects. You yeah. can't. I mean, take a look at Zombie and where he's at now. Yeah. You know, so. Who you got? He's not uh, Japanese, but. You know, right. Still. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, I love new guys, man. I love new guys in a way because, you know, first of all, they're coming from a different place. And, the you know, the fact that they're showing off what they can do is just amazing. So I'm going to go. And Japan, so this guy's a great, great kicker. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to say Tyra by. I'm going to say a knockout, honestly. Knockout, okay. Knockout by kick. Which round? I know that's probably that's probably unlikely. I don't know what's going to happen, but that's that's my pick. All right, Tyra by kick. So I'm going to say Tyra, watching this guy's tape, he has crazy jujitsu skills, crazy back takes. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to say Tyra, first round, rear naked choke. That'll be my prediction. Okay. Well, I thought we were leaving the rounds out. Oh, all right. The Tyra, rear naked choke. Okay. There you go. That's actually a good tip. Honestly, I can see that. All right. All right, so next one we have Jandy Robo. Jandaroba versus Hill. Versus Hill. Yes. I've seen Hill fight. She's awesome. Holy cow. Yeah. Um, and she's a great striker, too. Does have very she's good a great striker. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I haven't seen too many Jandaroba uh, fights, um, so I, I can't speak too much on her. But uh, from what I've seen with, with Hill, I, I'm going to have to go with her. I'm going to say... Hill. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Hill. Um, her her technique, her striking technique is just amazing. Mm-hmm. It, it's not it's not the best, but it's for what she can do in the in the cage. It's 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 good enough. Mm-hmm. And so I'm gonna go with her. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say decision. Decision. So, okay. Yeah. I'm so gonna I'm gonna decision. say same method different person i'm gonna say jander rova decision i think her really? ground, i think her ground game is very very elite uh she's okay. been able to go toe-to-toe with rivas and others who are just the best of the best like i think mm-hmm. she went against dern had a really close fight there as well um mm-hmm. really fun fighter to watch you should definitely check her tape on you can watch her fight against dern and rivas she has really fun fights mm-hmm. um Absolutely. And so you say you're gonna you get you're gonna you're gonna go decision, right? Yeah, decision. And the reason for okay. that is I think Hill has an, enough experience to again, very much like the Maximal fight, where she's gonna be able to fend off those submissions, but not have the ability to pretty much get Janaroba off her and utilize her striking a whole ton. So that's why I'm going right. with Janaroba. Right. All right. All right. Let's let's go on to Johnson versus Patrick. Who you got? This I is love an interesting I one, love, Yeah. Uh, Johnson is he knows how to swing his arms man <laughs> yeah he does know how to swing his arms he knows how to swing his arms man Patrick he knows how he knows how to block him mm-hmm. he knows how to and he's a good he's, he's great on the ground man Patrick is great he, he's a you know if you're from Brazil you know Jiu Jitsu especially yeah, if you're in the UFC yeah. you, if you, you know Capoeira too um, and yeah. I've seen some Capoeira moves from this guy um, not too much. But, uh, I've seen more jiu-jitsu, but the guy knows jiu-jitsu. 
Um, so, but I, I, I'm not. I, I'm, I'm my my pick is going for Johnson. I'm going to say. I'm going to say TKO. Johnson TKO. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to say yeah. uh, Johnson knockout. Really? No I'm going to say, yeah. Because I think, <laughs> you know, Johnson's one of those tragic cases, man, where he's beat the best of the best. He's lost to the best of the best. Kind of like, sort of like a Jeremy Stevens, you know, he's just never been able to find that rhythm to where, that rhythm of motivation yeah. to where he can, he can really thrive on top, you know. Right. Um, but I think it's definitely going to be a stand-up fight, and I think Johnson's just going to be a little too fast. And uh, we'll see where these guys' careers goes on. Again, I think it's in one of those fights, too, where both these guys have been around for a while. So mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think Johnson's just going to come in here a little more motivated, be a little faster than Patrick, and just catch him with something. Yeah. We might see yeah. – we definitely might see – could be the total other way around. We we might see Patrick controlling Johnson on the ground like we saw with Guida uh, yeah. against Johnson. But I think I'm gonna say Johnson knockout. It might change the Patrick decision to be honest. But Bruno right now, I'll yeah, keep it, yeah, keep it Johnson knockout. It'll it, it'll definitely be interesting to see. Yeah, so. who you got for Lee um, and Arejo? I'm going Arejo. Uh, Arejo. Submission. Ooh. By. Ooh. Now I've seen her like bars before, and they're pretty. They're pretty nasty. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go submission by like bar. By knee bar. Knee bar, yeah. Okay. I'm gonna say this one's really hard, man. Both of these, both of these women are really good on the ground. Um, I think, even though Arejo, I think packs a harder punch. I think Lee is gonna have. The slightly better technical striking. And from what <laughs> I've seen, I think Lee's hard to knock out. So this is really tough, man. I'm tempted. Ooh. I'm tempted to say Lee by decision. And I think I'm going to say it. Really? Say Lee decision. Yeah. Oh, man. So I'll say Lee really? by decision. Yeah. I'll say Lee by decision. I think she's. She's on a roll right now. I think she's oh. got the edge in the striking department uh, when it comes right, to right, this technical right. stuff. And she does have submission skills as well. Um, so I yeah, think yeah. She'll, be able, she'll be fine if it does hit the ground. Um, so that's what I'm going to go with. This one is a fun one. Uh, Hadley versus Nascimento. Who you got? Uh, that's another... <laughs> There's so many good ones. Um, Adley, he's a great guy. Um, and his his, his kicking is on point as well. Mm-hmm. Um, however, yeah. Nascimento he knows how to counter, mm-hmm. not just because he's from Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I have to go with Adley on this one. Okay, and I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I no I'm gonna have to go with. But decision for Hadley. Hadley decision. Okay. Yeah, just I because like I think, I think both fight both fighters are. This is I think this is a good match between mm-hmm. the two, and I think it'll be a good fight. So I'm going to say decision for Hadley. Here's here's what I'm looking at when I see this fight. I see that 100 percent 
takedown accuracy for Hadley. And that that is a staple mm. with eight fights. And mm-hmm. if you watch this mm-hmm. guy's contender series fight, he has that really like you know that Dustin Poirier defense guard where he has that elbow up. Yeah, yeah. face. Hadley utilizes the same exact same defense. Almost yeah. I would say almost better, but than Dustin does. Although of course it's not the same competition. But he of just course. has that really nice guard. He has super good pressure. And yeah, he does have leg, good leg kicks and his takedowns yeah. and the submission skills are just too nasty. Uh mm-hmm. Nasi Mento we saw was very durable in his last fight. Um I forgot. I, I know his face. I forgot the guy he fought last, but he was very durable during that fight. But I think right. I'm going to say Hadley. Right. I'm going to say Hadley by... Um, oh, man. I'm losing the name of this. What's the name with the... Where you... It's not a, the rear naked choke, but it's the jaw. Guillotine? Not a guillotine. No. Uh, uh... Oh man, how am I not remembering this? Oh, it's the, where they what, put the pressure, the, the pressure's on the jaw, right? Yeah, it's what Khabib did to McGregor. Oh, that, I know what that, you're saying. Yeah, that hurt. That, that I've I've gotten that before. I didn't perform. Yeah, it, but, uh, it, it definitely sucks. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I think it's called a fulcrum choke. Yeah, yeah, it, I believe it's, it's called like a, it. It. Cho- it, it you feel the pain through your chin, but it also chokes you at the same time. Yeah, neck crank. That's what it's called. So I'm neck gonna crank. go. I'm gonna go Hadley by neck crank. That's very that. specific. Yeah, it is. But I think that's that what it, very specific. I think Nascimento is gonna be able to <laughs> defend that rear naked, and Hadley's gonna get frustrated just neck crank him. So that's what mm-hmm. I'm going for. Okay. All right. Okay. So we gotta go to Camacho versus Torres. Um, Camacho is a fellow Pacific Islander, like just like me, and um, and I've met him before. Um, oh wow! I've trained with I, I've trained with him before as well. That's awesome. Um, when when I lived in Hawaii, he went out to uh, visit Hawaii, did some seminars mm-hmm. there, um, and he knows how. He's a great uh, jiu-jitsu uh, artist, and you know, I, I think it's a he's a three-time blue belt champion. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not a blue belt anymore, but at the time when I saw him. Yeah. Great. Um, so I'm gonna have to go with, with Camacho on this one. Okay. Um by submission. I don't know what, but I'm gonna go by submission. Okay. This one. So I think I'm sorry, man. I gotta go. And this is this is guy. this is only his what third or fourth UFC fight, so Frank Camacho? Uh sure. how many fights does he have? I thought he's been around for a while. He's been around since twenty seventeen. Yeah. Yeah, so he's fairly new still. Four, six. This oh. is eighth fight. Eighth fight? Okay. Yeah. Oh, no, because uh, he was on, uh, what's, he was on um, Ultimate Fighter, right? Oh, he was? I didn't see. Yeah, he was. Fighter. He was. Okay. Yeah, yeah he, he fought. He fought Li Jing Liang, Damian Brown, mm-hmm. Geoff Neal, Drew Dober. And you know, he wasn't supposed to wow. get a shot. He wasn't oh, wow. supposed to get a shot. Did you know that? Yeah. No, I didn't. That's crazy. Yeah, he, uh, the fighter above him had, uh, you know, was supposed to go and something. Ha- I don't know what happened, but they, they, uh, whatever happened, happened, and you know they called him in, and yeah. So he okay. he did a whole interview on, you know, saying yeah. that 
I mean, hey, man. Must to be in the UFC. But look at him now. Yeah, he's got Li Jing Liang as his first, as his introduction, which is a mm-hmm. tough fight for just about anyone. So, yeah, you got, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. he's fought a really good guy. He's fought Darius, Neil, Dober. Mm-hmm. Um, got stopped against Justin Janes in his last fight. Oh, yeah. And hasn't fought since. So, yeah, I don't, from what I've seen from, uh, Torres, I think I I got to go against a guy. I'm sorry, man. I got to pick Torres. It's okay. (laughs) I got to pick Torres by... I'm going to say Torres' decision. I think he might come in there a little hesitant just because it's USC. But look at those two records, though. I know he's got the experience, but from what I've seen from Torres, he just just has the skills. He's tough. Yeah, I got to give him that. I got to give him that one. I think I got to go with Torres with decision. Okay. But we'll see. Fair we're, enough. We're, we're we're going we're going to on a lot of these. I like it. We're going to have some competition. <laughs> All right. So All right, let's so see. Have... Uh, Jukagian and Rebus. Yep. Rebus. So who you got? This one's a toughie. You know, how do you say your name? Ch- Ch- Chukagian. Chukagian? Yeah. I keep, I, I, I you know, <laughs> the English. The English uh, student in me wants to say Gian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, I've seen her fight, and she knows how to fight on the ground. Um, great wrestling background. Um, she can do, she knows, she knows jiu-jitsu, but, but rest, she's more, she, she came from wrestling, you know. Um, I'm going to say, because Rebus... Rebus knows how she obviously she knows jujitsu, but she's actually a great striker. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, Here, here's you the know, thing. You know, I was here's gonna the... oh, go ahead. Go ahead. You go ahead. Yeah, finish up. I was gonna say, I was gonna go Chukagian, but I'm gonna have to go with Rebus on this one. Okay. I'm gonna say knockout. Actually. Wow. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna say knockout. All right. Because. Her striking is unbelievable. All right. So I'm going to go against you again, man. Really? Yeah. I'm going to say Jukagian by decision. Um, The reason why I'm going to go this is because Jukagian has that uh, Taekwondo background, karate background. I forgot which. Um, She's really Mm. lengthy. She's got six inches height on Rivas. And I think Mm. she's just going to keep that distance. Uh, she, which she's been known to do, um, just it's, uh, if I had to be completely honest, I do not like Chikagian's fighting style. She doesn't go, she doesn't take risks, she doesn't go for the finish. She really likes to go for those decision wins. Um, oh God, Rebus, I, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the stats right now. Rebus is freaking small, yeah, yeah. You got a six okay, inch know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna change, change, I'm gonna change my. Okay. I'm going to say I'm going to say decision. For Chikagian? Yeah. Look how small she is. (laughs) I mean, she can can use her takedown. She can do damage. She can do damage. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, This is a close fight because Rivas is really good jujitsu and she can definitely just duck under Chikagian and go for those takedowns. But right. I think Jukagian's gonna have 
uh, I think she's going to have the defense and again, don't like her fighting style, but I just think she's just going to keep that distance and win yeah. this fight. Because yeah. all she's going to be training for this camp is defending all his takedowns. I think that's right. really the biggest risk um, right. from Rebus. So I'm going to go Chikagian decision. Okay. Unfortunately, I'd love to see Rebus win, to be honest, but yeah, that's another yeah. talk. All right, this is a. These next three fights are so good. All right, we got Grant, Grant versus and Smoka. Smoka. Yeah. Now, personally, I, I, I've seen Smoka fight, and I have to say, I'm very surprised on his fighting style. It's different, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, it's, it's unorthodox. Different. Um, I, I'm yeah, unorthodox fighters. I I have much respect for you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Grant, on the other hand, you know he's 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 he knows how his his kicking is great. His kicking is great. Yeah. Um, but looking at the two and the way they fight, I'm gonna have to go with Smoka. And I'm really say, interesting. I take it you're gonna go a different. Uh... <laughs> I'm going to go to different. <laughs> no, we got smoke out. Bye. But they're bantamweight, man. I just love watching bantamweight fights. Yeah, and it's got to be a banger. They're so, but, I don't know. They're so fun to watch. Who do you think Smoka? How do you think Smoka's gonna get it done? I could see this as a TKO. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> You don't think so? I don't think so at all, brother. You don't think so? Uh-uh. Maybe, maybe a submission. I, I got, I got. Grant. This, I, I just want to watch this fight for the fun. Of yeah, it. it is going to be very fun. I think it's going to. end I just want to watch it for the fun of it, man. <laughs> you know, let me go with decision. I'll go decision. Decision, okay. Or I, maybe I think, decision. I don't know. <laughs> it's a decision either way. So, I think, yeah. I think, I think Grant knockout all day long, man. I think the way Smoka, I think the way Smoka leaves his chin in the air, leaves something to be desired. And Grant, with that switch stance, right left that he throws, so nasty, knocked out Jonathan Martinez with it, knocked mm-hmm. out uh, Elias the the Theodoro with it. He throws that yeah. combination like a freaking baseball bat, and I think he's gonna <laughs> knock Smoka out with it. Because wow. Smoker got lot, I believe Smoker got knocked out his last fight out. Yeah, yeah. Against he did. um he did. Morales. Yeah. So I think yeah, Smoker just can has to play it real safe. He can't get caught, and that's a hard task against someone mm-hmm. like Baby Grant. So that's who I got. Mm-hmm. All right. This is going to be guaranteed a performance of the night or fight of the night, span versus Kutalaba. Okay, yeah. so, oh, man, Span is is look at look at the guy, man, six five, two hundred and six pounds. You know, he's ortho, so, mm-hmm. man, I'm gonna say, ah. Uh, this is going to be a hard one, man. This is definitely going to last every single round, I think. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't, don't think, think so. I think it'll Come last on. max, max two, two rounds max. 
You know what? You go first. You go first. All right. All, I, I want to hear what you have to say. Kutalava. Here's the thing, right? Span, this is Hulk versus Superman Span. And I love it. I love the fight. I think it's going to be a banger yeah, of a I mean, their, their build looks exactly like that, too. So. Yeah, yeah. You got Kutalava, who hits like a truck. And so does Span. Yeah. But Kutalava has that edge. He has super good trips, super good wrestling. And mm-hmm. I think he can utilize that to maybe even get a TKO or submission over Span. Whereas yeah. Span... No, absolutely. I, I agree with you. And like yeah. you said, when we, when we were still talking, when we were still on 274, you know how we said there's not a great, or there's not a lot of light heavyweights out there, mm. you know, still? These Sorry. two fighters, huh? Say that one more time. So you know how we were talking, how we said that there's not a lot of light heavyweights out there? Yeah. From 274? Yeah. I think these two fighters, especially Kudalabo, can actually make it, you know? Yeah, I agree. Like these, these guys can, especially Kudalabo, I think he, ha- he definitely has the potential, man, to, to, to go to the next level. Yeah. Trains that extreme couture with guys like Nganu and Eric Nixick. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just imagine Kudalabo and Nguna. <laughs> yeah. Imagine Ganu with the sidekick of Kutalabo to be the scariest thing up on earth. I'm telling you. <laughs> oh. Man, All right. right. So, so what, are you, what are you saying? I'm going to say Kutalava. I'm going to go. Ah, he just has to be real careful about not getting caught by exactly. Span. But I'm going to say Kutalava closes the distance, takes down Span, gets that TKO finish. So we're really? gonna say Kutalaba TKO. Okay. What did I say in the beginning? I think you were talking about you said it was gonna go to all three rounds. Yeah, but did I say how it was gonna end? No, no. You didn't pick, I don't think. Dang. Okay. Tough one too. Span got... can definitely span can definitely do damage. I will say that. Yeah. Both these guys. Um, There's some damage. I still think it's gonna go all three rounds. But I'm okay. gonna i I'm gonna go Kutalaba by knockout. Okay, so knockout I around think. the third, you think? Yeah. Sometime okay. around the third. I don't I I can't tell you the time, but Yeah. Okay. Cool, cool. All right, so now we're to the main event. You got Rakic versus Blahovich, former champ. Yeah, former champ. And who was that? Top prospects. What's up? Well, who was who? Who was his opponent again? Rakic fought Tiago Tiago Santos. Uh, no, 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 um, Jan. Who is Jan? No, no. Who was his last opponent? Oh, uh, Deshera lost the belt to Deshera. That's right. That's right. That's right. Man. So I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say Rakic. Yeah, I'm gonna say the same thing. I'm gonna say Rakic by. I'm gonna say decision. I'm gonna say Rakic decision. Really? Um, the reason why is because I think Blahovich, super talented, super skilled, tasted that gold, defended that gold against the best middleweight as of the you know, current age. But I think Rakic is just too hungry. He's going to be a little too quick. 
And I think Rakic is going to get it done by decision. Five rounds. Right. I think I'm going to have to go the same to you. Okay, Rakic decision. Yeah. All right. But I'm definitely interested to, to see what Yeah, happen, it's so. going to be a banger fight. Both guys yeah. are going to force the action. I, th- I don't think it's going to, be, going to be anything like Rakic versus Santos. I think mm-hmm. Blahovic has the grappling edge. It's going to force that action. So we'll see. Absolutely. I think it's going to be a stand-up fight, but I think Rakic is just going to have the edge when it comes to the speed and striking. We'll oh, see yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll see. It'll be a good fight. It Interesting that they it had the same be. reach with the two-inch height advantage. Oh. <laughs> Very interesting. But That's yeah, right. That's right. We'll see. We'll see. All right. So we made our picks. We'll post yes, them sir. on the picks channel on our Discord. And then we'll move on to our next segment. Uh, we're going to talk about the Ultimate Fighter real quick. So we got to talk about Mohamed. Mohamed? Mo Usman? Mohamed Usman? Mohamed Usman. Mo- yes. Heavyweight yeah, brother of Kamara Usman. 33, 7-2 pro, is fighting in the Ultimate Fighter coming up on Tuesday. Or he's already fought, mm-hmm. but the result will be coming out on Tuesday against a guy he has beef with. So this is interesting. Do you know about this beef? <laughs> I do not know about the beef. But okay, let me I... explain the beef. So the beef is that this guy is accusing Usman of pulling out of a fight that they were scheduled to do before they got into the Ultimate Fighter. And they are talking mad trash, and it's gonna be a sick fight to oh, watch. Man. Probably gonna end in a any fight that has talk. trash talk. I will yeah. say any fight that has trash talk is gonna be a hell of a fight to watch. When you're talking about two huge heavyweights, too, especially if he's the brother of Kamar Usman, I everyone's already gonna want to be watching it. So yeah, you're gonna be talking. Uh, it's crazy. It, it's just man, you know. And, he, and the fact that, you know, especially with, with brothers, and I've noticed that, you know, you, if you look at Nate Diaz and his brother, you know, mm-hmm. both are, holy cow. So, you know, I already know for a fact that this fight is, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely it's going to be nasty and it's definitely yeah. worth watching. The last Absolutely. two of them I fought are... Fights have been pretty lackluster, so I'm mm-hmm. hoping this will set off the fireworks and hopefully get the show on the road, get it going. Oh yeah! And you got oh, if you got if you got Kamara Usman as a brother teaching you wrestling, I think it's just going to be a fierce stand-up, rock'em sock'em robot. Oh yeah! Absolutely. So we'll see. We will see. Can I give you more? Yeah. All right. All right, last thing on the agenda. We got question of the day. What is your favorite fighter of all time? Okay, so does it have to be a current fighter or can it be a... Can be past, retired, current, future? Oh, Lord, man. Um, I think... I'm going to have to go with GSP. GSP? Okay, very good choice. I like it. Here's, you gotta love the guy. You gotta love GSP. You gotta love the guy. Yeah. And I, I, Max Holloway is closely, is, is coming in second. 
Max I'm not Hall. saying that just because he's Hawaiian. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm actually saying that no. because Max is a definitely a good choice. He's, he's a he's a great boxer. Man. Yeah, no, 100%. his boxing is unbelievable, and so yeah, he's my second favorite. But mm-hmm. but first favorite fighter of all time got to be GSP. Yeah, I agree. All right, so whew, this is a tough. I love you know what I love a lot. I like technical fighters, but I love fighters who are unorthodox and who can pull mm-hmm. off unorthodox and reach the top level right. and for me that limited that comes down to i'm very torn between cub swanson and carlos condit guys okay. who are super are different guys super unorthodox styles like you know mm-hmm. cub swanson coming in with his hands down thrown for the hips crazy right. Right. wheel kicks with is i my favorite fight of all time with duho Choi. Because he's yeah. just throwing crazy stuff. And then you got Carlos Condit, who, again, super unorthodox, th- throws wild stuff and made it to the top as an interim champ and yeah. hurt GSP bad with a head kick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, man, I kind of... I think today I'm going to go with Cub Swanson. Just remembering right now his fights with Duho Choi, his okay. most recent TKO against Darren Elkins, which was crazy. Um, today's going to be Duho Choi, but another day could be Carlos Condit. But yeah. All right. So that's going to wrap right. us up for the first episode. It won't be the same next time, hopefully, but that's okay. We, we got it done. <laughs> that was fun. Um, it was fun, man. Yeah. Bare knuckle. Bare, or sorry, not bare knuckle. I keep saying bare knuckle. Broken knuckles. I don't Broken want to be copy- knuckles. I don't want to be copyrighted by bare knuckle fight fights. Uh, so <laughs> Broken knuckles, episode one. Yep, and um, uh, everyone yeah, who's ahead. listening on, um, we will be making a YouTube channel yep. uh, so you guys can see. Um, and also, we already have a Instagram, I believe. And right? we got a Twitter. Yes, sir. And we have a Twitter. And what I made a Twitter the... today. <laughs> Twitter okay. handle and... is at KnucklesBroken, and our Instagram handle is at Broken underscore Knuckles Pod, P-O-D. Perfect, perfect. And you're going to provide all that uh, in the chat, in the main chat, right? Yeah, in the description of the YouTube video, the chat, everything. We'll even provide a link to our Discord. We'll be making rolls for that real quick so you guys can check out our picks. Absolutely. Check out And again, we we just started this chat um, where we, this whole whole podcast, we we just started. Um, So for those of you guys who are first time listeners, we please uh spread the word and come on in and join us we'd love to hear from you guys um and we'd love to hear feedback um it just helps us um knowing that we have followers um so i don't you have anything to, else to say no nope. that's My, good we can wrap yeah, yeah. Was, <laughs> i think that was pretty and, good and, with the first I, 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 once, once we hit once we hit uh 10k followers maybe we'll, 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 we'll start uh selling merch and guys some products merch merch for you guys you guys can probably days. get a a, a brown a brown teddy bear, teddy bear. yes <laughs> love go on yeah. all right you know. signing off <laughs> i am jones this is ethan this has been the broken knuckles podcast it's been good fun night guys and goodbye